Hello to all my friends is at Game Fix. It's me, Mario. Hey, it's Frank Willow. This is Roger Clark. This is Master Daniel Pacina. This is Lucy Pohl. This is John St. John. You're listening to my favorite. The Game Fix Podcast. Game Fix Show. The Game Fix Show. Yeah, them boys, they're pretty funny. <laughs> if I have a sword and I'm just like, eh, like that, I'm not going to do anything. I will probably, it's just not going to work. I mean, the one in Hollywood, it's only going to have the bowser mario kart ride they don't even have the yoshi ride so i think it's absolute stupid i think you're cutting your nose off to spite your face i think you're shooting yourself in the foot i don't know how many cliches i can come up with but it's just not good for the industry all right partner you know what time it is let's go crazy crazy Another edition of the Game Fix Podcast. I am Spanish. Um, Mike. And I'm Verlaine. You can check out our website, GameFixShow.com. Check out our weekly stream of our weekly recorded podcast. Right here, if you're not, Facebook.com slash GameFixShow or Twitch.tv slash GameFix. That's right. Uh, the website, as he mentioned, as uh, Verlaine, I forgot your name for saying, as Verlaine mentioned, uh, is uh, GameFixShow.com. Uh, go there, peruse. Uh, you can see all of our uh, social medias. So you can follow, like, subscribe, any of them. We appreciate at least one of them. That'd be awesome. Yeah, one's good. All of them's better, but one's good, you know. One's the uh, best. Yeah, one's the <laughs> best. Well, all of them's the best. Let's be, let's be fair. <laughs> well, either way, uh, just, there's other stuff there as well. You have articles from Mike and Gina. Please go through those as well. We're gonna actually going to get into uh, a few of them that Mike posted. So uh, we will get to that. Plus, uh, a lot going on. Um, well, I say a lot, but it's really like one thing as far as video games goes, um, and, and that's Reggie. I mean, wait, what? No, that is <laughs> <laughs> no, that is, no, it really isn't. I don't even know. Why I brought them up. Uh, that is Helldivers two, two, duas, dua. All right, so we will get into that, uh, and we will ask Verlaine how much he knows about the game. <laughs> so, I've looked some stuff up. I've, I've looked some stuff up. Yeah, you got to fire up that PlayStation 5 there, buddy. That's okay. That's okay. Sorry, you got some good stuff coming, too. Xbox, you Xbox nerds. See, I, I'm I'm still talking to myself because I have to But there's some really good stuff on the horizon, so we'll get into that uh, as well. No, not Horizon Zero Dawn or, or Forbidden West. Or anything <clears> like that. Well, maybe in the future, but not what we're going to talk about today. All right, uh, but before we do all of that, like we always do, uh, let's talk about what we've been gaming this week, uh, and uh, I'm, I'm going to go first this week. I rarely go first, but I'm going to go first because I'm excited. Uh, I've been playing Helldivers 2. Let's just get right, let's just jump in. Water's fine. Let, let's go <clears throat> check it out. Um, me, Mike, and uh, Jack have been playing some Helldivers 2, and uh, let me tell you, for the first uh, two days or so of having the game, uh, I, I instantly regretted it. I instantly really regretted downloading it because I couldn't play it. Mm. Uh, but there is a trick that we learned uh, in case you want to get into a game that you uh, well that you have to just keep waiting and waiting and waiting in queue until they eventually let you in. 
Uh, and yeah, so the, the trick we figured out is that Jack was getting in rather quick. All right. And like, I mean, within five minutes, he was usually, he's usually in a game. I don't know what his account holds over ours or whatever it may be, but he seems to get into the thing. And I made the suggestion, since you are in your you know, own game, if you will, or ship in this case, uh, just invite me. Let's we'll see how this, this works. And Nice. <clears throat> okay, so that's a little secret for everyone out there. If you can get at least one of your friends, you know, if you if you're if you're playing with three others or two others or whatever, you get one of your friends to get in the game. I suggest you invite the rest. Uh, that way, they don't have to wait through a queue or anything like that. So it just it seemed like it worked because he did sense. it with me, and I went right in. And then as soon as Mike got on, um, I, well, then again, we didn't even invite you, Mike. You you just happened oh. to get in at the right time. Uh, I, I jumped into Jack's game, and I was right there in the mission. Yeah, I was like, what? Oh, okay. Well, wait, did you say join game? Yeah. Same thing. Okay, so that works too. They must right. be allocating certain spots to everyone instead of, and then not, like usually if you're in a room like that, when it's when it comes to servers, if yeah. the server's full, then you can't invite no matter what. It's almost like they're reserving those spots. So even teammates. though the thing's full for everyone, your teammates, exactly, they're saving them for teammates, but that's usually not how it works. Usually, once it's full, it's full, and then you couldn't even, it's, it doesn't help the situation, but you couldn't right. even get in that way. Um, that's crazy. Go on. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, that, that's pretty much it as far as the trip, trick goes. So yeah, either either join the game, because you can click on, in, in, on the PlayStation 5, we'll have like a, you know, join game or start game. Obviously, join the game with uh, whoever is actually in the game at that point. Uh, communicate with your friends. That would be a good idea. What a good idea. What a, oh. Helps to have pals. Yeah, right. So, yeah. Well. Uh, do you like the game? Just, did I like the game? Yes, I do like the game. Uh, I, I think it's pretty solid. I think there's uh, a lot to it that uh, it makes it better than Marvel's Avengers because it's pretty much the same game. Well, so what? That's funny you say that because while I was looking, I wouldn't have said Marvel's, but just by watching gameplay, it looks like a they totally they totally took from heavily Starship Troopers in the sure. humor and the whole aesthetic of everything. Yeah, but it looks like it looks like Anthem. With Starship Troopers theme, yeah, because of the suits, fighting the, all the, the animals, all you that. have the yeah. suits. You're you're teaming up. You could do combos. A lot of people didn't play Anthem enough to see all that kind of stuff. Yeah, no jetpack, um, right? But I'm just saying, like, um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it looks cool. I just I want to know what separates it from other games like fucking uh, Remnant Two and things like that. Like, I, I just don't. I don't. I don't understand. I want to play it Honestly, because I want to know why people are about this game, which I, to me re- revolutionized nothing. If I were to guess, if I were to guess, obviously you, you kind of posed the question. So if I, if I were to guess, I would say the stratagems. The what? That's, <laughs> see, uh, the things that you call down from space to help you out as you play. Uh, whether it be a you know, resupply that comes down so you could resupply your, your ammo and uh, whatever. So it's like you know? the abilities that you have are yeah. those things yeah and as you play you unlock more of them and right now uh, you know right now um jack has a little a little bit more than we do because he's been playing a little longer uh so he he's got a couple other things but you can call down a um uh a, what do you call it like a like a gun uh, uh, uh yeah. machine turret. gun turret yeah like a machine gun turret 
you could you could throw that down. It, it, they're they're <laughs> cooldowns, so at least you, you know that. Uh, and then you have it all depends on what level you play. I know, uh, and probably what level difficulty too. I've been uh, we haven't gotten any other difficulties, but uh, you have so many um, like uh, um, to, to like to get your guys back, you know, to uh, uh, to bring them back from the dead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and but once once you get to the end of those, you can still bring them back, but there's a cooldown and it's about two minutes. So you know the idea is to get through the mission before you get to all of those. <laughs> so like with yeah. Remnant Two, the only the really the the only thing that kept me going was the the weapons like that. Like it was the weapons and the fact that. Y- you you kept getting awesome weapons that you could use and that was the that was the the big thing was like the gameplay was the same enemies were repetitious levels were kind of repetitious but the the prizes like the weapons that you got were sweet sweet enough to keep playing the entire game yeah uh and i think that goes with this game as well uh there's a couple of guns that i've found that are you know, work better than others, as they <laughs> say, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, you, you start out with just like, a, I don't know, like a machine gun, like a, you know, like a, whatever. Yeah, semi-automatic. It's semi-automatic. And, the, and, and a pistol. Uh, and you can also melee. And you have, I think they give you like two grenades. And then you eventually you can set, when, when once you unlock different grenades, you can set which grenade it's, you want to throw. It sounds like aliens. So what... It, it, it has similarities like to it, yeah. What... Sure. what what makes it stand out? Like, besides the reinforcements, when that gets stale, what else is there to this game that is drawing people to love it? Especially when the predecessor was nothing. Well, there a lot has to do with each world. Um, there's a percentage of beating the world, and it's not just up to you to do that. It's up to the whole community to take the percentage of the world and like pretty much eradicate in this case uh the bugs from this planet okay right and it takes everyone to do that so uh, last last night we we ended up doing the mission plus doing pretty much every side mission with within like the parameters that we're at uh because there's an invisible wall there is an invisible wall within your your mission you know uh so and we did pretty much everything and we ended up getting two percent of the entire planet in one mission and that and that goes into the um, the total for everyone that's playing that. Uh, another cool thing about it uh, is when you're waiting to get in the game, you're like in in your ship, like in the in the in space, like in the atmosphere, you know. And you can actually see all the other ships that are at that planet in real time, and you can see them calling down their own stratagems, their own uh, like reinforcements. Okay, it's really like kind of cool how they do that. Uh, also, another thing that I was really impressed by, and because like a lot of games you can't do this, uh, I don't, I don't know if it's the same with Alien. Uh, Verlaine, you can help me out with that. But like, uh, when when Mike Mike just joined our mission, like in the middle of the mission, and he just showed up and he was there. There was no like we didn't have to wait to the, till we got through the mission. They started. Like that. So... He just jumped in, and it, that dude, that was like that was awesome. What did I so... say last night? It reminded me of uh, Ready Player One. Yeah, where, you, where they just kind of jump in and start playing and whatever, you know, like that. They do that in. Well, they were about to do that. They just implemented that in. Um, what I was just talking about, uh, what you call it, that me and Jack would play Remnant Two. Remnant, like yeah. it used to be, like you'd have to go to the orange thing and and go to the rest and let right. them. 
But right, just the last update made it so that it's not like that. So you would just jump right in. Okay. Um, cool. But yeah, I mean, that's cool. I, I, like, think, I think other than that, I think Jack just hit it on the head. Uh, the, the action in the game. Yeah. It's constant. It, there's a lot going on. Uh, you know, there, there's hordes of bugs just con- constantly coming at you. There's there's other planets you go to, and they're overrun with like robots, robots as we call them. Oh, nice. Uh, and there, yeah. So there's there's two different enemies. Uh, at least at this point, I would imagine at some point they'll we'll have to Out face some kind of humanoid or something like that. But uh, yeah, for now, uh, well, they're they're also saying that it's never going to be PvP, so we'll never actually play against each other. So it is a team-based game. Uh, yeah. yeah, Jack Wright. See, yeah, he's the words are better coming out of Jack apparently than me tonight. Uh, it's intense. It does get intense. There is. It's just it's, all of a sudden you're just overrun. Uh, but the cool thing about it is, you know, depending on how many people you have, uh, you can all call down a turret. You know what I mean? So, and then that case, uh, it's it's more like a, um, oh, he said it again. This there you go. More like a tower defense game. Uh, where they're all coming in and you just kind of like kind of deal with them as they come in. Um, game is awesome, Verlaine. This game is you is is your game. Yeah, it, it ma- the game is made as well be called Verlaine's game. I'll never play it. Oh well, no, I don't think I might. I don't think my laptop's strong enough. You should try. So, yeah. Hmm. yeah. We'll see. The uh, um, oh, that's a good point too. So to unlock the stratagems, they'll call them down. Uh, you have to, um, I think it's L1, right? Yeah, I think it's L1. Uh, and then y- you have to do a, a a code to get things down. And each thing that you call down has a different code. So whether it be like you hold down L1, and this is all while you're being attacked by, you know, hundreds of, of bugs in this case. And you're kind of running away from them sometimes as you're pulling out these these different abilities, you know? So, and like the, the code can be like up, down, left, up, down, right, 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 left, right, up, down, left. And then it calls down. So it may, it gives it that other level of difficulty uh, that goes with calling a reinforcement too. You have to, you have to do that as well. Uh, a couple of them are just three different things. It's like down, down, right, or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but like a lot of them are probably about eight different, eight to 10 different commands just to get it down. And that includes when you're doing each mission as well. Uh, so if you need to unlock uh, different things throughout the mission, you go to a computer and you have to type in a code. Uh, there, there's a couple of different like mini games uh, that are in within the game. Uh, like there's so many different things within this game, man. And I really wish you could because <laughs> this is this this is one of those games that I'm like I'm in. Like this is fun. So so here I can see why this, people like it. To me, this game. Um, I don't. Is it first of all? Is it specifically made by Sony? Is it? It's Sony Entertainment, yeah. It is, so it's like, so it's exclusive. True. The, and this probably is one of their outside of Destiny. Well, it's on their, PC. Their, it's on PC. I guess you can't call it exclusive, but yeah. But it's console exclusive. Correct. Yeah. Um, it's the outside of Destiny. This is going to be their first major, which it seems to be a good start of a live service game. It really is a hit, man. Right? But Ex- except. We've Except seen it for all the people that can't get in the game, it's a huge problem. Right, but we've seen it before. A hit or no, A, it can last for a few months and then something else can totally, it'll have its following. It'll sure. last for a long time. But here's the thing that, that I'm wondering, because if this being such a hit, such a great game, once they release another live service game, they're competing with themselves. Once the next Destiny comes out, 
they're competing directly with themselves now. So that's going to be interesting to see because once you have a hit, why wouldn't you just feed everything into it as long as people are going to play it? Well, I mean, there's no, there's, there's no word of having another, uh, well, they, anytime soon, but yeah, well, their whole game plan as of what, two years ago was they had a hundred and some live action, live service games planned yeah. to be like released in this year. Yeah. That's crazy talk, but that's cool. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, obviously games, you know, how games are, they, they, they have a hundred that they're yeah. planning, but they're only going to release one or two, you know, like that's yeah. just how it works. Yeah, so, like, I, currently right now, like hell divers completely knocked foam stars out of the conversation. That was supposed to be a fun live service action party game. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Their words, not mine. Dude, Foam Stars had no fucking chance. I don't even know what who said that. They're two different games. Who though. the hell said that? <laughs> yeah, you're right. They're two different games. You know, one is a bloody mess or a whatever bug juice is, and then the other is just a foamy mess. Foamy mess. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's definitely uh, you know two sides of the coin there. But I don't know, Mike. What do you what do you like about it, or what do you hate about it? Tell me that too. I think the only thing that I I, I, I I have a couple of like minor gripes. Um, uh, I love and hate uh, friendly fire. Uh, there's there is that. <laughs> oh, not not only that, Relaine, but if you're standing in front of the turret and it sees a, a, a bad guy, it's just going to shoot and it, it'll kill you. Yes, it'll shoot it, through you. And it, yeah. it'll kill you, <laughs> and, and it doesn't take much. So like, so I, I guess in, in a way, it has like a uh, like a real feel to it. Yeah, you know, I think that's what's really cool about it. So, like, ally placement is is a is a pretty important in the game. I hate the melee in it because it doesn't really get any of the bugs off of you, except for some of the tinier ones. Uh, So, more often than not, I I I forget that I have it until it reminds me to hey, fend these things off with your melee, which I guess you can improve by getting some of the armor that becomes uh, becomes available. Um. Some of the weapons that you can pick up, uh, I, I have to say this, Jack found a flamethrower, and this is the most badass flamethrower that I've ever seen in a video game. I agree. I agree. Because uh, like in, in most video games, your like, flamethrower is just kind of like a puff of fire that's like, I don't know, seven-something feet in front of yeah. you, and, it, and it's generally supposed to be a very powerful but close-range weapon. This game, the fire... Shoots! It, it's, it's like it's fucking throwing flames. It's like twenty feet. It's a real, like a real flamethrower. Like yeah, the ones that yeah. throw the fluid. You can see the right. fluid yeah. squirting out of the ship. Yeah, that's like, cool. It, it's a jet stream, and and just just visibly, it's phenomenal. I I I, I love the way it looks. The idea, um, the idea from that. I think what Jack was doing wrong a couple of times is he was moving forward. With you, using... oh, because you'll go into the ship. Yeah, and yeah. He, he was like, "Oh man, I just died." I was like, "Well, quit fire. moving forward, move back." Like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it catches everything on fire because I think you're right, Verlaine. I think you nailed it. Uh, it's it's like a liquid that comes out, so anything that it yeah. lays on, it's just going to still still be on fire until it eats up all the fuel. But man, it's yeah, it's very it's impressive. It's an impressive flamethrower. Yeah, it's 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 great. And the the other thing that I that, that I love about this game, and we 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 talked about this a lot, uh, the gunplay and the explosions. There's a real weight and meat behind them. Like you 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 can feel the physics to it. Yeah. Like 
somebody throws chunky. a grenade. Yeah, it feels chunky. It feels good. Yeah, it's just meat. It's 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 really heavy. It's 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 it's, it's pretty satisfying in there. How the how the uh, clips go as far as as far as the gameplay. So you understand, really. You you if you reload halfway be- between, you don't you lose whatever was left in that clip. Yeah. Good. So I think what is that? I think it doesn't aliens do that as well. I or, don't know, but there are games on hard levels that they would do that. That yeah, you would yeah. want to wait until the thing actually clicks. Right, right. So that's, elite? Uh, a lot know. of VR games Maybe do that. Um, okay. If you if you let go of the clip early you can pick it up and use the bullets if not they're gone like the clip is the clip yeah that's it's pretty much what it is it's, but yeah i like there's a lot of realism with it and I, I i like what they did but again like you said it's silly it's kind of it has that fun feel to it i mean the the uh, the trailer you saw is like you know yeah. guys everything's fine and all of a sudden like it just attacks his family and what you know <laughs> it, it, it's that kind of throughout the game like what what was the the message before you went in said it, it was like tips and tricks or whatever like that and it said don't die like, <laughs> right okay <laughs> get in there soldier you know it's like that's how they, <laughs> yeah, yeah but uh, overall that uh, the game's pretty solid this game's pretty solid uh, other than that i i i me and jack are now uh game sharing on ps5 uh, and Jack has Stray, so I downloaded Stray just because I haven't played it yet. I just wanted uh, to see what it was about. It's very relaxing. There's really not much to it. You know, you're just a cat, and you're just traveling around in the city. I, I don't know what else to say about it. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's it, you know, but it's not anything to like. You don't really do anything. You just have to get somewhere. That's it. Uh, no, there's yeah. like a couple of puzzles. There's a couple. There, there, yeah. there is a bit where the cat gets a laser. But that, that I, I, oh, thanks for ruining it for me. Okay. No, no, it's, it's, it's fine. It's whatever. You know, it's fine. Uh, Jack also has uh, um, Baldur's Gate three, so I'm going to give that a go as well. Uh, Is that the new one? Oh. Yeah, yeah. But th- but then he told me that we could play two players in that game, or you know, and I was like, oh, that's even more. That's even more reason for me to get it. So that's cool. So anyway, nice. so that's what I've been playing. Now that we kind of. Uh, yeah, um, Mike, why don't you finish it up? Obviously, you've been playing <laughs> Helldivers, yeah. Yeah, but what else? Anything else? Uh, I got started in Tekken 8 uh, the other day. Um, I like this entry so far. Uh, do I? It's, it's too early to determine if I like it better than Tekken 7 in terms of gameplay, because they made a change to it that, depending on who you're talking to, in the fighting game community, it's either a good or a bad thing. So Tekken 8 included something called a heat system. Uh, I don't know how much of Street Fighter V you played, but it acts very much like the V-Trigger system, where you get an extra boost of like offensive power, and it makes some of the moves that you do uh, that much stronger. You can extend your combos. Uh, you can keep somebody on the defense, and you can corner them, because it's also new to this game is it's got a uh, it's Tekken now has gone fully enclosed arenas. The previous games used to be pretty open-ended. In this one it's now now closed in and one of the aspects of Tekken is the ability to juggle people in corners. That can now happen in an instant. If you're not on guard, uh, you're going to get blown up. So if 
one of the big disagreements that some of some of the old fighting game heads have about this is that they don't like that newer fighting games are getting easier. They miss like one frame links. They miss the tight input delays that some of the fighting games used to have. They're going to have to catch up because fighting games aren't like that anymore. Uh, with the advent of, of uh, online play being important, you can't have tight frame links anymore, and you can't have those kind of stubborn inputs because it makes your game harder to play. If your fighting game is harder to play, nobody's going to want to play it. So I, 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 I like how simple Tekken 8 feels. Uh, very much like Street Fighter 6 and Mortal Kombat 1, it's accessible without alienating like top-tier play. Uh, and and that's 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 like what kind of what I dig about. I, I've mostly been doing a lot of the story mode, and thankfully this game does have an actual story because Tekken Seven, you just had these little segments where you would play five matches or sometimes even one, sometimes even one match for a character's story, and then you just get in credits. Uh, so uh, this is a significant improvement for things. I'm glad that after. After, after three Tekken games, Jin Kazama, who was like the main character back in Tekken 3, uh, he feels important again. Uh, in Tekken's 4, 5, and 6, he just felt like a bit character. And uh, mild spoilers in case anyone didn't play Tekken 6, uh, he actually causes like a world war to awaken like the god of destruction. And in the wake of this, he ends up killing a lot of people. This went kind of unmentioned for like two Tekken games, uh, and 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 that and always that happens in games where they're like this huge things happens, and then they're like, eh, we'll get back to that. Yeah, <laughs> what? It's, it's 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 freaking stupid. It, it, it would almost be like if like like uh, every fucking Marvel movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's like this, this thing's just going to go unmentioned, and suddenly yeah. this character who could be a really powerful asset or an ally is just not present. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Tekken 8, dig it so far. Uh, gonna probably dig more into the story mode a little bit later. Um, I also, uh, played Protodroid Delta. This was a game that I backed on Kickstarter in, like, 2020 or so. Uh, and it's, it's made in the style of, like, Mega Man X8, which was the first time that they made, that they took the series, uh, 3D. It plays exactly like that. Uh, and I, 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 I've been playing this on the uh, Series X. Uh, I, I, I got my download code for the Series X. I'm probably going to double dip and get it on the Switch, too, uh, because that's what I do with a lot of games. Um, and th th games like this and Evil West have, like, such a throwback. Uh, this one in particular was interesting to me because throughout the late, like, PlayStation 2 period they never really could coin, like, 3D platforming action because you always have to fight with, like, a camera angle and gauging where you can jump and how far you should jump. It was always it, it, it was always something that developers didn't want to mess with, so they went back to making 2D action games. Uh, and it's, like, popularity of, like, Metroid, Dead Cells, uh, and... Uh, um, uh, Blood Moon. Blasphemous. Uh, so, because this one decided to go with a 3D platforming action, um, they did a really good job of, like, blending player environment and combat. Because 
in a lot of 3D action games, especially around that era, it would be always you run to an area, there'd be some kind of like puzzle platforming, and then you jump through there, and then you get to a big circle room where you fight a bunch of enemies. Defeat the enemies, proceed to other puzzle jumping platforming stuff. Uh, this game actually does a pretty decent job of blending some things together. It's a little bit finicky with, with the auto-targeting, because there's a difference with enemy placement in a 2D game versus 3D game, because you now have several different uh, 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 angles and axes, uh, do you switch to auto-target or manual? This game does a really cool idea of having both. You can lock on manually if you want to, but the auto, oh, it's auto. So if you're in the general area, it's going to fire at what you're firing. So there's never really a point where I feel like I have to stop the game and focus on where I'm attacking to hit something. That was something that always drove me nuts about games like Ocarina of Time. If you're trying to hit a silly fucking bat that's flying over your head, uh, you have to stop, aim with your slingshot, and hope that you hit it and take it down. Uh, And, yeah, in in this game, don't have to worry about that. It's one of those things that I liked about stuff like Recore. So, a pretty cool throwback, a little bit funky. You can tell that it's made on a little bit of a budget, but I do applaud the effort that was put into it. Uh, and that's pretty much mostly what I played. Uh, I, 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 although I actually did buy <laughs> because I got a gift card for it. I went ahead and bought the expansion pass for the Mario Kart Eight courses uh, on the Switch. And I gotta say, those new courses are actually pretty cool. I don't know how much life it's going to breathe into the game. Uh, yeah, pro- I mean. Then again, there are so many players in, in that game. You know what I mean? As yeah. like right now, if you got on, there's definitely games you could play. Uh, so yeah, I mean, the diehards will love it. Oh yeah, most, <laughs> most definitely. Uh, well, yeah, it's 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 still Mario Kart Eight. It's still pretty fun, and yeah, there's a hell of a lot of people uh, uh, playing it. Sure, Verlaine, mm-hmm. what have you been playing? Um, so I started playing this game called Tales of Arise. Do you know it, Mike? It's like a Mike yeah. game for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know why I just decided it's on Game Pass. So they just put it on Game Pass. So I was like, you know, I'm going to fucking try this thing. Um, and I don't know, like, I don't know yet. I'm purposely trying to keep up with it. And I get it. it the story is, <laughs> is at least I understand it. You're a dude who can't feel any pain and then you're paired up kind of rescuing a girl who does nothing but deliver pain. No one can touch her cause she just electrocutes them, but he can touch her. Um, and then, so you know, so it's, uh, uh, what, what's her name from X-Men? Like rogue, rogue but she doesn't rogue. suck powers or anything. She okay. literally well, just electrocutes you and you same, die. Same idea though. Right. Um, and it's cool. The, the the fighting mechanics are kind of cool a little bit. Like it is live. You can set it to all manual. Um, so you can do, you know, you slash for real and you can do some combos. And as you level up, you get to like get more and more moves that you do. And in the meantime, your AI characters, you could program them to do other things while you're in battle and shoot and stuff like that. Um, it's weird because like the game has one type of graphic then there's cutscenes that are like CGI, but cell shaded. And then there's full on animated scenes, 
and then there are scenes that are set up like a comic panel. So it's very weird. But again, it's all coherent. I know what's going on. So right now, I think I will keep playing it. It's it's. I, I'm at least interested to see what happens. Say the title again. Tales of Arise. Tales of Arise. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll give it a go. So for sure. And then I was also so contemplating. I'm like, dude, I want to buy one of these games that we keep talking shit about. So I was like, Suicide Squad or Bone (laughs) or Skull and Bones. Well, good thing. Well, hold on. So Skull and Bones, you can play for eight hours. But you have to do it through, whatchamacallit, through the fucking Uplay. Yeah. Um, We'll do it. So then I was was like, I was about to get Skull and Bones because like, yeah, it had shitty. Skull and Bones is nothing right now. So yeah, no one's talking about it and hyping it up, but... No one's dogging it. They're just like, oh, it's Skull and Bones. There's nothing to it. It's a boring game. But no one's dogging it. Got me a little interested. So I'm like, I think I'm going to get a Ubisoft game today. I think most people are dogging it, actually. No, okay. I mean, all they're dogging it is just saying there's nothing to do. No one's saying, oh, my God, the game fucking, the frame rate sucks, the graphics sucks, the, the gameplay sucks. No one says how, like, the combat and the pirate ships doesn't suck. No one's saying anything about that. Yeah. It's pirate. So... It's a straight line. And then I was like, wait a minute. We just mentioned how the CEO or whatever was blaming poor sales of, of Assassin's Creed VR on their shitty ass company. So I fucking bought Assassin's Creed VR. Dude, <laughs> I'm going to show you some gameplay, all right? Okay. You got to take uh, us um, through it. Obviously, help the listeners out. <laughs> yeah, so... so I was expecting kind of like a half-ass like VR experience. Like you see something, push a button, it triggers it, you go. You know, um, a lot or kind of like half-ass kind of like Hitman where you still had to use the controller and that's not VR. Like you still were walking around with the controller and then, you know, killing someone, it would blur out when you would like, you just push A to assassinate, like push A to drown them in the toilet, but then it would black fade to black. And then they're, you know, unconscious. One of those things. So um, I'm going to, this part right here, I went through the the little tutorial. Right now I'm Edzio. Uh, and I just got to the, the city, like the open city. And let me tell you, the first thing that I did, that I said when I uh, got into the game, because you spend like a few minutes like in the VR, like, talking to some chick the graphics in this game are fucking amazing amazing um so all right so here we go i'm gonna go ahead and this is me i'm about to do a uh like a time trial climb to the top of the church it's the second one i did calibration at 100 percent optional you're you're at the top of this building yeah you can now seek out other constructs in the environment oh wait let's see this is gonna develop your skills and that's that. Calibration complete. Okay, now you're ready to do the real work. So is this the very beginning of the game? Is that one? This is the, yeah, the beginning-ish. Hmm. Okay. So you could, okay, so you're looking down right now. I did the dive off. The oh, di- okay, dive into the, uh, the hay, the hay bale. <laughs> good sir. Just Everyone's like, no big deal. All right. I've been and 
once you like when I started, I was trying to do stuff, you know, like oh, I've, I've played VR before, but oh, this is once, just like a parkour. Yeah, I'm just doing a parkour match, like one of those side mission things. Yeah. Done. Looks that was like the first. Right, yeah. <laughs> that was fun. So like, so I'm that around in the city. Once you start, um going through the game it kind of like tells you how to do stuff as you're going along so i'm trying to kill guys in certain ways but you can't really i didn't know how to and i was like fuck can i even do it but you do so i'm going through the game first of all i'm like damn there's no jump it's all like but it's just like fucking assassin's creed you hold forward and you have to hold the a button and you'll automatically parkour as long as you're holding a Good. So then you're you're holding A, and then when you get to the, the ledge, you do have to grab and pull up. You have to throw yourself up. Um, you can grab onto all sorts of, like, the pipes and stuff. Um, 53, 40. I'm going to show you something else now. Um, nice fast-forwarding. Okay, yeah. All right, let's see. Not for him. Good luck to him. Serafina says the assassin will be right behind him. So at this point, I'm just I'm chasing these people. Okay. Oh, I fell down the stairs. <laughs> Sometimes ladders are weird in VR games, so I, I hope yeah. it's not as weird. <laughs> no, you can, dude. You can grab almost anything that has a ledge, like a lip on it. That's cool. Like those boards against the wall, you can grab on those dumb little two by fours. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to come to a place. Why not? This is where I learned how to do this, and I was trying earlier and I couldn't. Tired, outnumbered, and his best years are behind. And then I sent What is this? He's just like talking to somebody there. Yeah, he's just talking. Oh, I already knew how to do this, so I'm trying to line up. There you go. <laughs> and so, what's sweet is. So you pretty much just you, jump on them. <laughs> to, to make the things come out of your wrist, you flick. You have to hold the trigger and you flick, and they'll pop out. And then, yeah, all that is is once he's highlighted, you can push A, and it'll automatically jump at him, but you still have to kind of You can still stab them anywhere, and that's the thing I was afraid of. Um, here, I'll stop this. Um, the thing I was afraid of is that it was going to be too, like, just on the rails when it came to fighting, like it was going to be too much like the old fighting stuff where you can only hit them like in a certain way and then they're dead, you know, attack them, dead. Dude, it's kind of like if I stab them in the head, they react. If I stab them in the leg, slash their arms, you can grab them and stab their heads. Like, so I'm fucking impressed right now. Like okay. this game, especially the parkour, this game is getting overlooked. And obviously the guy didn't know what he's talking about because anyone who makes VR games, AAA titles aren't going to get a boost of profit with them. Yeah, I know the last week people- Last week they were saying that they were surprised that not many, that they were doing that, which which is why they talked about they're pulling out of VR completely until the market catches up, which kind of sucks because what they're doing is they're slowing it down themselves. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know what I mean? They, but, they hmm. um when when you're an indie developer and if you make a VR game that's really good, yeah, you're going to make out because you have nothing and you're going to get something, but you're already making millions. You're only going to make a few. You're going to make something, but that that is the thing. You're right. They have to just keep at it. They If they want people to want it 
and and get it. They have to and, just and for games to games. get better, you have to learn from your mistakes. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, games are getting nothing but better now. Like there's a couple more games I'm going to be getting that just based on the sword. I, I base a lot of games on the interaction between me and the enemy. Okay. Blade and sorcery, how you can grab anything. That's that's like the top tier. So now when I look at fighting games, I look for exactly that, like hitting individual spots and being able to grab like in real life. If I wanted to grab fire, fucking let me grab fire and get burned. Yeah. In blade and sorcery, if I take one hand, I take another with a sword and I go like this, I'm gonna hurt myself. If I grab the blade of an enemy, I'm gonna hurt myself. That's all you gotta do. Yeah. Right. Um, but that's it. Yeah, that game's I'm down, dude. Thumbs up. Right, it's cool. it's fucking cool now. Right on, right on. That's neat. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Uh, I don't know if I'll be looking at that one yet, but uh, I want to see more has, about it. It has all the. It's dude. It's it's just like it's all the stealth elements. Like before, I got to all those parts. I was inside. I had to escape the right. the wherever I was. Dude, you have to sneak around. You have to like peer if they see you you have to go down you can take things and throw them to distract them cool. um it's exactly assassin's creed in vr up till like it's it's a it's amazing how their pr company fucking they dropped the ball on this they fucked it up they showed the wrong shit they should have had streamers like we had a lot of views on the video i did more than we should have had for a game that's been out for a while yeah they've just ubisoft I don't know what the fuck, dude. If you have VR, if you have the quest, get this fucking game. It's it's so good. Cool. Recommendation from the man himself, from the yeah. VR lane himself. So, <laughs> all right, uh, let's uh, let's uh, get into. Uh, well, we got into what we we're playing, but I, I want to go back to Helldivers real quick because there was a lot that came out this week about this game. Uh, we'll we'll make it quick. I pr- I promise because we we pretty much <laughs> did the whole entire like first half of the show about it uh but it's you know it's a hot game right now so there's a lot in it um as far as the servers go uh the actual ceo of arrowhead he says it's worth waiting until the server problems are fixed i've never heard a ceo say that about a game uh well and and really i was like kind of you know brought back by it and i was just wow like why would you even say that but then obviously trying to play the game when you're just sitting in a queue for 20 30 40 minutes i can see what he's talking about but uh, i don't know if that's going to hurt the game in the long run i don't think it will i think there's too many players at this point playing it uh, that so once it is fixed then it's like you know it's all, all good let's go you know i think until they figure that out um, I could see why he went there. It just makes me nervous yeah. when I hear that. Well, forty dollar game though, too. Keep that in mind. It's not sixty or seven. I thought it was free. No. Nope. You have to buy Helldivers too. Yeah. It's oh, it's a forty dollar game. Oh, I thought it was a. Fr- I fucking thought it was free to play. Nope, nope. Nope. Oh well. Anyways, yeah. I mean, that's cool that he said that. But I mean, it's it is like it doesn't matter when it comes down to it. But so he says. It's, it'll be worth waiting until we fix the server issue. That's pretty We're much fucking, what he's saying. Hey, how about yeah. this? Just like you're like, I don't know what to say to feel about that. Yeah, because you should practice what you preach. And if he's saying it's worth waiting until the server's issue are fixed, why didn't you fucking wait until they were fixed before releasing the game? Why are we the ones that have to wait? That's a fuck you <laughs> yeah. to you. I mean, that's there's been so many things. That it's such a small thing. I mean, at this point, I'm, we're still getting in but the game to play. That's it also why they do. That's why they do stress tests to to sure. not have this shit happen. 
Well, I think what happened, and Mike, you can you can probably attest to this or at least disagree with me if you wanted to, but I I, I don't think they knew what they had. I, yeah. I, I, I think that, well, you know, they were they were excited and they, they thought it was a pretty good game and they were excited for people to play it. I don't think they expected this many people to play it. Well, this is a PlayStation exclusive. Yep. And just like exclusives, how I am always on the side where, well, yeah, a lot of that is because they're like Nintendo and they release one with nothing else. And this, that's yeah. what happened. It's the first game that they've released in how long. So everyone is going to buy a Sony first person exclusive everyone that has a playstation will buy a sony exclusive so it's no surprise that i mean server wise yeah because obviously we know they're not fucking professionals when it comes to the internet and this shows sony has no fucking clue when it comes to having a thriving internet based game now they're gonna learn now maybe their future could be a little brighter and they'll get off this fucking nobody wants multiplayer everybody loves campaigns yeah it turns out yeah, it turns out, fucking hell yeah, dude. Yeah, if yeah. you make one that actually works, people probably make will play. Make a good it. game, yeah. Yeah, and it's it really goes to show that this game is is pretty much telling them all they need to know. Like they uh, and the fact that they only sold it for forty dollars uh, is interesting. Yes, like that's probably know, the thing that did it, dude. Yeah, forty dollars for this game. It's a it's a hell of a deal. Hell of a deal right now. It's probably the best deal. Themselves in the fucking ass. They could have done. Yeah. That's quality. That's a fucking exclusive. Next gen game, not even on. It's not a triple A title, it, Mike, Mike. No, it's, it's not. It's gonna, not. This, this, mid, it's gonna mid, be mid. now. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's, look at the graphics, the amount of work. It's not even like a shitty game. Hell, it's so funny because uh, Helldivers One was a top down game. It wasn't even a third. You know, like it yeah. really didn't even. There was there's no similarities to it other than like the characters in that. It's kind of like right. a Fallout though. What's that? How fought when Fallout switched to fucking yeah, first person, it, 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 it fucking right. blew up. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. This, it, this is, it's pretty cool, and I, I like what they're doing. You know, there's there's a lot uh, that they can keep doing now. <laughs> some things that that people are doing to to ensure that they can get into games. Um, I, I believe Jack is doing this. He says he's not, but I don't, I don't know if I believe. Him. But <laughs> uh, they're not logging out. <laughs> They're staying logged in all day long, and then when they're ready to play it, they just jump in and they're already logged in, which is which is a problem to people that aren't logged in yet and they're trying to get in the game. And they, these people are stopping this from happening. And I know Verlaine, I know what you're going to say. This is not the first time that's this, this has ever happened. No, with a multiplayer game. It's I'm I'm going to say it's such an amateur fucking. We don't I'm know not. internet. You totally are, Jack. <laughs> like they don't know the internet for for not even having. Uh, uh, an AFK every game on the planet because they don't want that bandwidth being used. They don't want those spaces. Every fu- I've never even heard of a game that will let you sit there and not do anything and stay in the game. No game I've ever played will let you do that unless you are moving in some way. Never heard of it. Or unless you're the unless you're the guy you know the server owner like you rented out the server. That's fucking amazing. That'll end immediately. Yeah. I bet next update done. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. It's like so doing that in Dark Souls is one thing, and something like this, it's pretty much like building a brick house in a in, in, in like a line for a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, I, that's it's pretty much what we're we're uh, experiencing as far as that goes. But obviously, as time goes on. This that'll be less and less, and like you said, Verlaine, once once the update goes in, 
whatever. Yeah. You know, you won't have to worry about that anymore. But for now, that's what they're saying. Now, the other side of it is the Xboxers. Xbox peeps. Uh, they're, uh, they're upset. They, they want to play the game, right? Uh, they, this game is so big, they want to play it, which I completely understand. So right now, there's a, a change.org petition happening. Come on, oh, people. Works. Yeah, it, it, name one time a fucking change.org fucking petition ever worked. Never. It's never worked. Uh, right now, uh, they're looking at, uh, well, let's see. I'm going to reload it. And we are at just under 66,000 signatures, which is That's definitely it. not a lot. That's not a lot at all. Nope. Because people probably know now that, I mean, what if, even if petitions worked, there's fucking contracts. Like, they yeah. can't just. Well, yeah, that, that's what people don't understand. That's they, obviously, they that's what we understand. Do the that. People, yeah, yeah. They're just saying they would have all they, all they care about is they want the game. That's it. Yeah. There's no, there's no other so thing. Like, <laughs> look, I mean, I don't even know. Dude. How can you even want a game enough to petition for it? Well, maybe you played it at your friend's house and had a taste. That's the only reason. Anyone else probably like. Is or like, the, you already oh, have it on the PC. Or you have it on PC, but like. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, stupid. Yeah, same people that play against me in Overwatch. No, actually, it's the same people that I get paired up with as a team on Overwatch are petitioning for this game. Yeah, well, Let's so go relieved. petition Nintendo for a Mario game. How about that? Yeah, <laughs> they just released Mario's it. never on Xbox. Petitions. Oh, oh okay. I see what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's out there. You know, if, if you look at change.org and, and type in Mario on Xbox, I bet you there's one, and there's only like you know, a thousand signatures. I feel like a billion signatures. <laughs> then Nintendo better like wake the fuck up <laughs> if that's the case. But I promise you that's not the case. So. You could develop fantastic abs just going to change.org and looking up what people are petitioning for from laughter alone. Just, like, what is the, yeah, yeah. Like I've seen one that's like, oh, make make a Master Chief uh, a, a, a sex option. It's like, why? <laughs> well, why do you want that? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't take his helmet off anybody, except to screw people in the show. Or in the, or yeah, in the show. I was gonna say yeah. about it. It's like it's it's really the Mandalorian. They were like, hmm, what could be cool? Yeah. Oh, he doesn't take his helmet off. <laughs> That's original. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anybody that watches that. Do you know anybody that watches the fucking uh, Halo show? I, I might anyone? start. I just got Paramount Plus. Yeah, I I, I I I watched the first two episodes the other day. Because did you? Uh, it got another yeah. season. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, I, yeah. It, like my, my brother asked me for a Paramount Plus thing, so I signed up for a free trial. I figured, huh, I've got this. I have an excuse to watch Halo now. It's it's corny, but I think it's kind of funny. It's, it's not. It, it's not it the worst. Be corny. That's. The, I think that's what's bad. It, it should not be corny. Like, no, it's, 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 the game isn't corny, right? They need to do the fucking brood part of the game. Or yeah. yeah, that's what it was. That what it's called? I'm probably yeah. wrong. The horror part. Oh yeah. Are are arbiters? I, no, um, the horror part. Like you remember oh. the Halo One? You're playing the game like, oh cool, sci-fi yeah. shooter, and all of a sudden you're scared shitless because it became fucking a horror game. The flood. Yeah, it's, the yeah, flood. It was like, it was like yeah. dead screen. It was just like fucking uh, Half Life when they would get on the heads, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude, crazy. Weird. That? And then, the and then for the next two games, you're juggling two different fucking stories, dude. I wish they would have just stuck with the flood story and just like same. Oh, it was scary. Instead, they flooded you with stories. 
All right, let's uh, let's let's move on. Um, oh yeah, we talked about that. Okay, okay. The uh, there's a report out. Uh, Mike, you actually wrote this article, so you can kind of take us through this. But uh, the Nintendo Switch successor uh, are they're, they're saying not likely to launch this year. Uh, obviously, not a big deal. But what are they saying? So it sounds like, and it's hard to base any real facts on this because Nintendo have, have uh, held their cards really close to their chest on this. I feel like that the Activision Blizzard deal with Microsoft probably played a little bit into this with determining what games could work mm-hmm. on the Switch successor. Uh, and a lot of the publishers, like uh, companies like Capcom, FromSoft, EA, uh, are pro- I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that some of these companies do have their hands on like dev kits. Uh, but I think that in between not really having a like killer app to launch with the game, Nintendo's probably making the smart move on pushing it over to next year because they were going to run into another situation that they ran into with the Wii and the Wii U. The Wii U ended up rushed following the success of the regular Wii. Uh, and it didn't really have a great deal of like first-line content. Like the, 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 the Wii U's launch lineup had games like Transformers Prime, the game, and Scribblenauts, uh, New Super Mario Brothers U. Not, n- n- nothing, nothing that really pulled people towards it. So um, I, I also feel like Nintendo's been keeping their eyes on the uh, Switch sales. I felt like that they probably had a prototype version of a new Switch done. But for about a year and a half, the Switch kept selling. Since the launch of the PS5 and the Series X, however, and, and, and the Steam Deck, because the Steam Deck does play a little bit into this, those Switch sales started to taper off. So I, I really felt like that this was probably just a a, a, a move. I mean, even even though Nintendo hasn't even made things official yet, uh, a, a, a good a good chunk of the stuff that's leaking um, seems fairly on brand with a uh, with with a uh, with a uh, what's going on. Like they just had a Nintendo Direct uh, partner showcase. None of it was first. None of it was like first party games because they don't really have anything. What does Nintendo have in the cards? Possibly a Mario Kart Nine, maybe Metroid Prime Four. <laughs> That's kind of it. Uh, so I don't think that this is a bad move because I because even though even though Sony and and, and uh, Microsoft don't really have anything lined up for the holiday season, uh, I still don't think there's anything that would make you want to get a new Nintendo Switch. And those sales are those sales for Switch stuff. It's tapering off because people know that there's a new machine out. Nintendo doesn't want to announce that yet because they don't want to hurt any holiday sales. I think that's what's going on. Yeah, okay. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> no, I, don't, uh, I don't know exactly what they're going to do. If it's the same setup as the Switch, didn't they already release a better one? <laughs> The OLED was, yeah. The the, the, the OLED was interesting because it catered to people who were who were who mostly played undocked. Uh, If you played it on the new dock, it didn't improve your it it didn't improve the picture quality or loading speed. The only thing that it changed dock wise is that hey, we have a LAN port in it now. 
I'll, 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 I'll never do that hand gesture again on the show. Um, so, <laughs> so, um, most of the stuff that I that, that I'd heard about what a new Switch is supposed to be. I mean, we've talked about it on the show before. PlayStation Five level games. Whether or not that means horsepower, everything I've read about the horsepower dictates that it's probably going to be stronger than a PlayStation 4. Will that be enough to compete with some of the other games? No. <laughs> no. I. Don't. It's like, fuck, man. I mean, they're, they're still a step behind. They will all for all forever be a step behind. And it's the only thing they're going to be catering to is what they've been doing since the beginning, and that's children. But, and that's but it's, it. It's, but now it's starting to make more sense because we've always thought like, Ow. because we've always thought that Nintendo, like this is the one, this is the one where Nintendo is going to be like everybody else and not be like Nintendo. <laughs> the switch was it too. The Wii U was even it like Wii U. Whoa, better than the Wii. And all we knew about the Wii was them dumb fucking me's. Yeah. That wasn't it. The switch wasn't it. This switch. I mean, it might be it. But um, but what are the chances be, that it is? No, but but no. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, it's not going to be. A, and what what I've realized is this: there are Nintendo people, and they will always be Nintendo people, no matter sure. what. Even in adulthood, they for some reason think Nintendo is awesome and cute stuff is fantastic, and not swearing and no hate is fucking kick ass. I mean, and they will fair, always. To be fair, I have a Switch. I play it right. to this day. And yeah, and are you? If, but but if I don't play be, a lot of the cute games. Right, you could. So I'm talking the the general people that are yeah. gonna buy every iteration, every single game that comes out on Nintendo, every Mario, whatever. That this is those people. They are, and I am not sorry to really offend. A step behind, they and they they themselves will always be a step behind. So someone needs to cater them. If Nintendo decided to full throttle this shit and jump on our level, those people would be fucking lost. They would have. 3DS fucking and the Switch, some Wii games, and then the Switch store would close down and they would have nothing. They would be forced to go back to mobile where they started or Facebook games. I'm trying to burn the fuck out of these people right now. (laughs) So that's what, that's why, that's why no matter what they say, yeah, we're going to make a Switch and it's going to be as strong as the PS5. Awesome. And I expect to see that in three years. That's not a lie. All right, they will be as strong as the PS4 in two years. They may be holding back because of what Mike says. The the leaks could all be fucking bullshit just to keep it relevant. It could all be timing. It's just about that time where they need something new, anyways. Um, or it's that they know that they don't need to do anything and they're nothing's in the works, and that's it. Something is in the works. Yeah. Something's in the works. I'm just saying, it's never going to be. It's never going to be something that we want. It's never going to be. If you don't play it now, you're not going to want to play it. There's nothing because they have the hurdle of matching up with all our third party stuff, all the third party companies. But then, what are they going to pull? Their first party content. I'm sorry, Nintendo next to PlayStation's first party content. Nothing. They're fucking nothing. So I don't know. You can't just. Be like, hey, new company here. We have everything that Xbox gives you, minus all the Xbox exclusive, but we have Mario. I don't know, man. Game Pass, but Mario. Like what happened when they tried to throw Overwatch on the Switch? Yeah, it's too adult. 
it's not adult. I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it's not made for it. It's just a different audience. And it's, I don't expect anything from Nintendo except for Nintendo to be Nintendo. They'll be there for my kids and then my kids will grow up. Yep. And then yeah. they will move on. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I try to like the Switch so much. There's just nothing on it for me. Even Dead Cells, if Dead Cells was exclusive, no, nothing, nothing is good enough. PlayStation 5 is pushing it right now with Spider-Man 2 and Helldivers 2. I think if they come out with one more solid game, I may start trying to look for one use. But Nintendo, I will never say that. There's nothing that Nintendo can do. Even adding Game Pass wouldn't make me want Nintendo. Yeah. They're they're, they're probably banking on... I mean, I don't know why they bank on it, but... Metroid Prime 4. There was a reason why the Metroid Prime game was like the highest selling game in the series until Metroid Dread came out. And it was because Metroid Prime felt like Halo. What was big at the time in the early 2000s? Halo. So, like, that's kind of it. I mean, they they could bring back Fatal Frame. They they have to create Captain N and make their own little universe. And Captain N is the start of going around and getting everybody from the Nintendo universe back. Even fucking what's his name? King Hippo can come back. King Hippo from, from yeah, Mike yeah, Tyson. Which, hell, if if a Switch 2 launched with a Punch-Out game, day one for me. I, 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 I'll, I'll buy that day one. I it's love actually it. something that, see, it's, it's funny because actually that's something people have been waiting for. With yeah. the fucking things. Yeah. Like, like why right. are we doing this? I mean, hell, they 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 they, they own next level games. The people that made they really me. they really tried with arms, and that was a terrible, terrible failure. I, lo- I loved that game. I know it, you did, it, it, I, but it, it worked. You have to understand that it was a failure. It it, it 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 worked. It was intuitive. It was creative. But Nintendo didn't give people a reason to want to play it. Yeah. Here, I have an idea for the Switch too. All right. The same switching aspect that they did with the 3DS to make it 3D and non-3D. But it's going to make it VR and non-VR. All you got to do is have the switch and the dock will be a headset. You can click it in, click it on VR. You got the controllers right there. You got a child's VR system. It's light Why not do that? Interesting. Mm -hmm. And they can still call it the fucking switch. Switch VR. Yeah, it, because some of that tech that goes into the Joy-Con camera, that's pretty advanced yes. stuff. They've got Where's that, cool? and they've got yeah. 3D already nailed. It, it'll be a, a layman's VR if it's just close-up 3D, but who cares? It's something. They do have the Joy-Con. Yeah. That's a start. Like, do, do that, slap that with, like, Star Fox or something. Yeah, it the could perfect be no, yeah. first-person shooter. Yeah, yeah, it could be no motion. It'll just You could sit down and play Star Fox. You could fucking stand up and play arms and it would be a better game because you're not even trying to focus on a small screen. You're like, actually like, punch out, dude. Yeah. There's a window there. And, and you know what? I don't even think they're going to do it because ever since Satoru Iwata died in like 20, 2015, 2016, Nintendo's become more of a company that like, like it's, I mean, Verlaine said, they do have that. They do have that cutesy audience. That audience that like kind of hates themselves, but they yeah. love Nintendo more than they hate themselves. So they'll keep <laughs> buying Nintendo and they'll keep being unhappy. Uh, but look at how they kind of whore out like Pokemon and Animal Crossing and Splatoon's kind of the latest one. Like Splatoon's become a pretty complete game. They, they've got this like 
single player uh, 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 expansion that I think is doing. Uh, I, I think that's doing single player campaigning better than whatever the hell Overwatch was trying to do. But it took them three games to get it on Splatoon. But that's like their properties right now. Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem sells like hotcakes. We've had like 85 Fire Emblem games since since the Switch has launched. And they're not going to do anything with some of their older IPs and some of their newer IPs. It'll hit with a niche audience, but they but will the hardware be strong enough to draw people uh, over? Capcom was one of the reasons why the regular Switch was as strong as it was. So, hmm. Time will tell. Hmm. Yeah. I, 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 I just want to do Star Fox and a Punch Out. I'm unhappy. Let's, let's stick with with Punch Out. I'm not, I don't think I don't think Star Fox is. Yeah, I, I think I think that game's dead. But you know, I do a VR right. for Star Fox. That's true. That'd be kind of cool. Do a barrel roll. <laughs> Starlink was awesome. That was essentially Star Fox. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I didn't play it. Probably best. Probably best. Yes. Um, yeah. So, uh, no. There's. Uh, um, here, let's get a couple. Let's let's stick with uh, Nintendo, uh, and uh, there's some uh, there's some free games. Ah man, I'm a lot of cash. Ah man, I'm a lot of cash. Ah man, I'm a lot of cash. Whoa. By the way, so all right. So this the. Nintendo free games, right? And this is what we're looking at. Nintendo free games. Yep. Um, and this is a chance, another chance for Verlaine to tune out. <laughs> uh, but it's okay. We'll make it quick. I promise. Um, so uh, for the NES, uh, the games that they're adding uh, is RC Pro Am. Remember RC Pro Am, right? I think that was an arcade game, right? First. No. No. Uh, what, what am I thinking? You're thinking of um, Off Road. Off road, yeah, you're right. Exactly. All right, well, whatever. It is what it is. Uh, that and then uh, Snake Rattle and Roll. Ha, yeah, that game's sweet. So, love that one. Hard. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. that game, and then that's all for NES as far as SNES goes. Uh, the Combo Breaker Killer Instinct, uh, the original, obviously, for SNES. Uh, that's the original, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay, I was like, did I say that right? So. Um, and then uh, the, the next one after that, Battletoads in Battle Maniacs. I've never played that. I don't. I know nothing about that, but I will know. Wait, what? Side scroll arcade? arcade? Yeah, that's the arcade version. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Wait, uh, it, oh. it, it, it it was it was kind of a hacked version of it. Uh, I, 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 I never. Re- yeah, they re- did. They release that on Super Nintendo. Not like the real, real arcade one that was bloody. So they kind of made like a safer version for the for the Super Nintendo, and and that, that's what Battle Maniacs was. Oh, uh, mm. that's crazy because they've got what? That's two fucking rare slash Microsoft fucking properties. Yeah, games. Hmm. It's all coming around, and you know what? Honestly, honestly. Those are that lineup is the coolest lineup they've ever had ever. Oh. Every single one of those games is good. Oh, there's one more. There's one more uh, for the Nintendo 64. That, but obviously you have to have, uh, you know, the, actually yeah, the high tier. Yeah, the high tier to get that. 
um, is Blastcore. I don't remember Blastcore. That was a cool game. Cool game. Uh, yeah. I mean, whatever. It's it's campy, right? Yeah, it's like you you're using a bunch of like uh, mining equipment and stuff to kind of like clear stuff so that a nuclear like there's like a nuclear cart that's on like a straightaway and you have to keep it from blowing up innocent people. Neat puzzler. Hmm. Neat puzzler. <laughs> yeah, right on. That's cool. So there you go. There is uh, all the free games. If you want to update or a little description about them, you can uh, check that out on our website, GameFixShow.com. <laughs> Is where you get that. Uh, now let's uh, let's quickly go over to Sega uh, because Sega's getting crazy, man. Sega. I don't know. I don't know if they're getting crazy. Maybe they are. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but the, what they're saying right now is that the new Crazy Taxi reboot. They are saying that it is a triple A game. So I don't know. I mean, it's theirs. I don't know if it, I don't know if it's going to be like coming back. I don't know. I, you know what? Honestly, I don't know what parameters there are for maintaining your triple A gamedness. Yeah. Not to mention, I mean, look, I'm not even sure if some of the games I think are triple A games really are because I would think some of that would have to be popularity too, right? Or is it just straight up sales? I, yeah, I think so. Because. Yeah. Like sales development costs. Huh. Well, because that's so weird because Watch Dogs is a AAA title, right? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't feel like one, doesn't seem like one, and it's garbage. So, (laughs) and I don't think it even sold enough. So, wouldn't a AAA, could a AAA title mean that they, it's something that it's had three? Like it's been, it's had a, well, can one game, if it, first comes out it can't be a triple a title right could something come out as a triple a title if it's got like the backing behind it like if if the company puts the marketing machine behind it and they're pushing it as this this new thing like going back to the like peak of assassin's creed before that was like a thing the marketing campaign behind that game was insane uh, they, 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 they threw a lot of commercials. They paid for ads in magazines. Uh, uh, you backing a game has by the company. Uh, it, it, yeah, I, I, that's, that's, that's like kind of my like prerequisites for it. Cause like Konami, for instance, isn't going to like push Bomberman the same way they push like Silent Hill. So Bomberman would be like a double A game. Silent Hill, with like uh, with, with like a history and acumen behind it, uh, is going to be a tri- like when 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 that remake becomes something that's official, the commercials are going to be everywhere for it. Yeah. Um, uh, or or like uh, what's it? Uh, I didn't see a lot of television ads for Overwatch, but Overwatch was all over like youtube ads like yeah. they, 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 they they paid a ton for those advertising slots and they're gonna push it up there in the algorithms and stuff like that but then there's like bayonetta i know bayonetta fans bayonetta fans would like to think the game's a big deal it's a double a game so, yeah so, so here we go high budget high profile typically produced and distributed by large well-known publishers i guess yeah. and i guess yes I so guess. like every Blizzard game is a triple-A game. Every Sony first-person game is a triple-A game. Crazy Taxi 
will be a triple A game. See, that's the thing because it's got there's got to be a, a time where a triple A game loses it because Silent Hill. Not AAA anymore, dude. You come out with a game like that, no one's going to know what the fuck it is. AAA has to have longevity or it ends because my children are not going to know if a Silent Hill sequel comes out, they're not going to think it's AAA. You know, if fucking... If there's certain games that come out, like you wouldn't... If Bayonetta, same thing. Bayonetta, when it came out, yeah. Was it AAA? Maybe because the time they pushed the fucking shit out of it. Shit. Well, now Halo is. Um... But, like, there comes a time, like, Assassin's Creed, yeah, it's AAA, but, like, it's been around so long, and they have so many ups and downs, like, I don't know. I guess it would be, but there's got to be times, especially with those old, like, Contra. Contra was, was yeah, that would have been AAA back in the day, but not anymore. Double Dragon, not anymore. You couldn't come out with that, like, a new Contra game and expect shit. It it would be just like the the Turtles game, which is great. It's not a AAA game. Yeah, yeah. I hear hear you saying Shredder's Revenge, cool game, not a triple A game, not triple A. Yeah, Uh, there you go. Of course, because you want to know the definition of triple A, that's what we got. And and yeah, Crazy Taxis. I really said it's been irrelevant for twenty odd years. Yeah, Uh, they have. So here's what with people pushing it over those years too. By the way, well, here look if if the Sega if Sega or whoever from Sega spokesperson says. Taxi Driver, the new Taxi Driver, will be a AAA title, or is. That means that you are about to see a bunch of, like Mike said, a lot of advertising, a lot of promotions. You're going to see commercials. It's going to be produced and published by someone popular. So it's produced by Sega. It's going to be published by somebody popular, not Sega, but a publishing company. So that'll be the last thing. So honestly, it's not up to us. It's up to them. So, yes, I guess if they say this is going to be a AAA game, then that's them saying we're putting all of our eggs in this basket and this is going to be awesome and you're going to love it and everyone's going to love it. Uh, yeah, well, I guess we'll see. But if he was like, hey, um, the last Bayonetta game is a AAA game, it's like, well, then you guys must not be a good company. If you if that was a AAA game, you put everything you had into this garbage, that's different. Yeah. But I guess they could still say it's AAA because they did what they could. That's fair. Right. Hmm. Um, all right. In the same vein, I'm going to ask you, Verlaine. Um, is Skull and Bones a AAA title? Yeah. You would be wrong by saying that. You know why? Why? The CEO of Ubisoft. Ubisoft? 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 Whatever. Oh, wait, wait. The same guy who is blaming their company on people not buying a great fucking VR game. Correct. All right? Correct. Okay. Okay. He says that Skull and Bones is a quadruple A game. What? <laughs> and defends the $70 price because of it. <laughs> that means that that's they like put saying, in that's like more saying to your money. girlfriend or wife or whatever, you know, your significant other, that I love you zillions. <laughs> Yeah. That's not a real number, just so you know. <laughs> but to, to make it quadruple A, they would have to not only be spending their company's money and assets, but other other profiles. So it would have to be a joint venture. Mathematically, Ubisoft would have to have another company come in, even if that company was treating it as a single A game. Are you really backing yeah. that up? <laughs> no, I'm not backing it up. 
the only way that it can happen, because as I just said, they can declare it. In order for it to happen, he would have to, they would have to get another company in with it. Like they would have to get another huge company to at least donate one A worth of stuff to the game to be four A's. (laughs) And by the way, they're putting all this into fucking skull and bones, all these delays and all this bullshit. And, and dude, I can't even believe it, but literally under their nose is this fucking VR. I can't stop talking about this VR game when we're talking about this shit company. Well, like, I mean, they're, they, they've already, they've already talked about how they're disappointed that people, that people didn't jump on it. So no, they're aware of that game. Trust me, man. No, when they, when no I say that. but the game is, the game is amazing. And what I'm saying is this game, like for a VR game, now, like the graphics for just being on Quest and everything, and not it's great, it's a great game. And yeah, I'm not denying the fact that nobody noticed it, but I'm denying the I'm arguing the fact that they didn't put all of this time and effort into this game, highlighting this game, how good and gorgeous this game looks. Instead, they're focused on some fucking shitty ass game that was taken from an iteration of this game. Yeah, what yeah. the fuck, dude? Anyways, that's cool. <laughs> um anyway that's cool <laughs> well, yeah i don't know I, I look it can't okay so yeah i will laugh at that comment because the game is already out and it's not a quadruple a game because it had two delays and nothing but ship warfare the best line and you're gonna laugh because it made me laugh too but the best line that he uh said is he says it's a fully fledged game okay uh, but it is a, a quadruple A game, and it says that it will deliver in the long run. So there you go again. This game has been delayed more than any fucking game on the planet ever, right? So, I don't. I, again, name a game that's been delayed more than this game. I, I think this one's out. the most. What's that? And they still come out. And they still come out without it technically ready. Yeah, it's not. The ship warfare is okay. It looks sweet. I'd Lame. like to play it. Yeah. Um, the the walking around part it looks like so that is, is something that you would see in older games when you get to places where they're like, oh, the devs don't want you attacking NPCs, so we're gonna like kind of fucking handicap your character. Sure. But like, and just watching when people are playing this game, it looks like it's seriously like it was rushed. It was like that can't be it. There cannot be ship. And then I'm in the fucking lobby of a fucking game waiting for it to start and I can't attack anyone. There, there's, there's no middle ground in this game right now and that's the fucking issue. Um, look, we've seen No Man's Sky, dude. Sure. No Man's Sky proved the Best that example. It's the there's best a fucking, example. There is a way if they're so gung-ho and they've already showed that they're fucking not letting this fucking piece of shit die. They're not. It's not. It's alive. And now they're going to do whatever they can to not make it look like the fuck up we know that it is. Fair. Yeah. It's fair. I don't know. Quadruple A, buddy! Make it VR. Flip that switch and just make it VR in the way that it is, and you may have something awesome. Dude, at at this point, Sea of Thieves is leaps and bounds better. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? How are they even releasing that game with what you can do in Sea of Thieves? Which, by the way, Sea of Thieves just announced, coming to the Switch, coming to the PlayStation 5. So, crazy. so I was grounded. <laughs> and grounded. Uh, yeah. There's a couple others too. Yeah. Yeah. Hi-Fi Rush. Um, oh yeah, Hi-Fi Rush. And then what's the one? It starts with a P. Uh, P- 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 oh, a game we didn't play. Yeah, I never played it. 
Never played it. Although when it comes to Phil Spencer, and we do, we trust Phil Spencer. I, I don't know. I, he's never really given me a big reason to not trust him. Uh, he's always he's always seemed to come through, especially when it comes to gamers. Uh, he says uh, that uh, to expect a major XCloud feature this year. Um, what what he kind of alluded to is what it sounds like is that most, if not all. Xbox games from Xbox all the way till now Xbox will be playable through the cloud if you and owned not just it installable correct and if you owned it you put the disc in but uh, I mean look that'd be fucking amazing so back we're there, talking backwards compatibility but we're still at its finest we're still um getting like queue times sometimes though for the cloud like if you go and you'll be like so if they were going to release every game that'd be something but yeah i don't know i mean that's the only what other feature could they even add to the cloud i mean there's no game sharing i mean i I wonder if that's in beta format what uh that would be that that'd be fast. Like kind of makes me laugh. I just went out and bought a regular Xbox again so I could play the games that weren't on backwards compatible. So, so really, and of course, there's there's so many games that you've owned in the past that you've bought online, right? That you can't play anymore because they're not even available. This is going to change that. Hmm? What that, if they? That's what he's alluding to. If they unlock the the Xbox, uh, no, because that the the reason those games are gone is because of fucking rights. So they couldn't just put them on. I was thinking if they they took all the Xbox Arcade because it's kind of shut down, and, and there's games that aren't available at all anymore, unless you own them. Um, make those available on the cloud. Sure. But mm-hmm. there's reasons like like Ninja Turtles. It's because of the fucking you know the rights. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like Viacom and Nickelodeon bought it. That that's left that game dead to rights. Yeah. 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 It's 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 just like the yeah. alien versus Capcom. Oh yeah. Time will tell as far as the Xbox thing goes. We'll we'll find out more obviously uh, in the uh, coming months. Uh, real quick, uh, not much to talk about, but if you uh, ever wanted to play Super Meat Boy forever, uh, it will be free this week on Epic. So if you have Epic, go ahead and download it. It's pretty cool. It's a fun game. It really is. I love kind it. Of time, yeah, it's kind of a time one. Uh, last uh, thing, but not least, of course, uh, from software has a fully acquired the Elden Ring trademark from Bandai Namco. I think that's a big deal, right? Yeah, I don't know enough about like so the other games, their Souls games. Who, who, just them, or who else did they? It looks like it's just Elden Ring for now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dark I'm, Soul- saying, I'm saying Dark Souls, like, so from, it was from software and who? Like, they developed it, who published it? Is that what I'm thinking? Yeah, Bandai Namco published it. All of them. So the only, so Bandai owns all of them, but they just got Elden Ring. Yeah. It's it's just like how Activision, at least at least for 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 inter- international distribution, uh, they have the uh, trademark rights for Sekiro, uh, and that's that's also I I'm, 
mean, it, 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 it might be one reason or another, but that's that's why that, like, Bloodborne remake or redo never happened. Bloodborne was officially published and uh, uh, by, by, by Sony. So that one's probably going to stay where it is. Elden oh, yeah. Ring, interesting one, because their parent company, Katagawa Games, is a, a giant out there in Japan. Uh, so if they're going into self-publishing now, that kind of makes them a heavy hitter. There's going to be a lot of games then lined up if that's the case, unless they're just Japanese only released games, <laughs> which could be. So, no, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know what really that would mean for them, except what they go to a different publisher. Like how much is that what it is? Bandai Namco is just publishing their game. Yeah. Mm. So, so I, I'm, I'm assuming that FromSoft gave them like a couple of trucks full of money and said, "Hey, we'll we'll buy this back off of you." So, uh, also Bandai Namco, they'll still be getting a cut off of the uh, uh, Elden Ring DLC that's coming up. So, so it's a good deal. Yeah, <laughs> right. But so, who's going to publish the game then? Themselves? Are they going to just be like, "Hey, we're going to take this internet thing because we could do this. We could just put a couple links on and let our friends download the game." Probably. I know it's not. What, that's probably not what they think, but like they're really gonna do that. That's that's just weird to be like, hey, uh, I get it if you want to own something you created, but it sounds like they just want to publish their own. Sh- want more work for themselves is what I guess I'm thinking. Yeah. Or I don't know. I don't know. Pretty much, it's it's. it's or they're a, too big. They're like we're we're big enough. We don't need you anymore, bros. Yeah, that's. I think uh, that's, that's more. Yeah, I think that's the more accurate statement. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of when, like, IO Interactive, they bought back Hitman from uh, Square Enix because Square Enix wasn't doing jack shit with it. So no. they just said, give it back to us. We'll market it better. Yeah. Uh, and in this instance, it's like they looked at Bondi Namco and said, well, you're doing good. Uh, we like the way we want to do it. Yeah. I think they'd have a good a good chance if they were just, like, not do anything else you can have it. Fuck you. We're going to create yet another new IP because look, every time we create one, people love it. So just make a new one and do it all yourself this time. And don't even rely on anybody else. Yeah. <clears throat> Whatever. Could be. Could be. Could be. Well. I think I give being creative a little too much or people credit. too much credit for being yeah. creative. <laughs> yeah. Well, you never know. You never know how these things Actually, to look at it. Yeah. Okay. Bond and Anko, they're still publishing a, uh, armored core. So, I mean, they're they're still making money from them through that. So, it's 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 not like they're telling them to fuck off. They're just telling them to fuck off with probably their biggest game they've ever made. I know that's that's why it's weird. But yeah, I guess we'll see what the what's in the works with that and see see what else they're they're going to release from it. All right. Well, that, I think that's that about does it. A uh, real quick uh, at the beginning of the show, we played uh, the Borderlands trailer. Uh, I'm not too into Borderlands, so it doesn't really excite me that much. Although, uh, you know, it's a video game movie, so that's cool. I'm always, I'm always, uh, I'm a big supporter when it comes to that kind of bringing that to a, a different medium. Uh, are we excited about this? Are we going to see it? No. I mean, look, this game. Like, looks- I, I'm just testing the waters here. What's the temperature, <laughs> Mike? Uh, probably about like mid to upper. Like, I mean, I, I was I, I was cool with Borderlands like ages ago. I felt like I outgrew it relatively quickly. They did kind of nail the feel of the games, though. It's it's it, it looks pretty. Tongue-in-cheek. Uh, 
so it's pretty spot on. Uh, and after I kind of had to give a bit of an apology to Twisted Metal, which is actually better than I thought it would be. Great show. Uh, Great fucking show. <laughs> uh, I'll, 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 I'll go into this one with an open mind. I mean, the cast looks like they're having fun. That's so. true. I'm not a huge yeah. Kevin Hart guy. <laughs> so I like Kevin Hart, but that, it's actually what takes me out of it because I, I don't know. Fuck, fuck Borderlands. I don't. I don't like. I don't <laughs> dig the story. It's like a fucking wasteland story. Like to even say that the story is something creative, like it sounds like fucking everything else. Hey, yeah. there's this huge safe we gotta fucking steal, and everybody else wants to steal it. Oh, by the way, we're in Mad Max world, but with a goofy robot voiced yeah. by Jack Black. Yeah, I, I mean, also. Like, it looks like the fucking game, but I hated the game. I didn't like the game. In fact, the movie could have been better if they cell shaded it. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. No, I don't know about that. No, it's not. It doesn't. That's just. I don't know. It just to me, it doesn't even seem like a game that has a riveting story at all. I agree. Whatever. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Kind of. Eh. It, it, it feels like why? Why Borderlands of all of all things? Like Bioshock, which I think is also in the works. Makes a better movie. Um, Metal Gear Solid makes a better movie. Borderlands, the first game kind of starts off with sort of uh, uh, with like jacking around, and then and then it's just a looter shooter. Yeah, it so, it doesn't warrant that. Yeah. Hmm. So don't you think Fallout might be the same way? Because though Fallout has a main yeah. story that you're yeah. trying to get to, yeah. it's kind of like all over the place, and after you accomplish that story, it's just whatever you want it to be. And that's what's take, what Borderlands, it might have a story, but playing the game with all the side missions you got to do, if, if there's a way to like easily not even understand what the fuck's going on. You're just living to the next mission. It's true. Yeah. And I, I don't know I don't know if this is a, uh, um, a universal thought about uh, Kate Blanchett. Uh, I think she's a, a great actor. Um, I also think she's... Uh, Never looked better uh, than than Hella in uh, the oh, <laughs> MCU. Yeah, oh God! Oh fuck! Yeah, totally. Was so hot, and it was just like ah. Yeah. So in this one, I'm like, ah, it looks kind of campy and stupid. Yeah, you know, it, it does. Has, it has the same feel as Guardians, and I think that's kind of what they're going for. It's Doesn't too it? Cartoon, it's, it's too cartoony. It's all yeah. yeah. Everybody's so different. They're all but see these everybody in this movie. Looks like it may as like well be on another planet though. as the, like the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah, they could just bump into them. Yeah. yeah, very colorful, wacky. No one really belongs there, and yeah, I don't believe that they are who they are. I don't. I believe. I look at these characters and I'm like, you're all just wearing costumes. You're all it's wearing. A, co- this isn't what you wear. It's cosplay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the girl wearing bunny ears. It's like yeah. It's 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 much like if that were animated, sure. But it's 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 one of the reasons why I mean I got an argument with people of this. It's one of the reasons why Ken and Ryu aren't running around in karate pajamas in the Street Fighter movie because that looked fucking stupid. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and and producers don't mean shit. You could produce Uncharted all you want. That movie didn't do good. All that says is you put money towards a shitty movie. So, is that what to expect? I'm only saying that because that's what they tout. The only thing they tout You're is Bruce by Uncharted, Spider-Man, and Venom. <laughs> Two of the three of those were, eh. Yeah. Although they're talking about having a second one of that movie, Uncharted. So yeah. I don't, which I don't know oh, where yeah. they're going to go because they packed in every fucking game in the yeah. movie. Yeah. Like, 
it's like, oh, okay, all right, cool. Like, no, you just go to like original ter- territory. Maybe I don't know. You just jump to the fourth game where his brother comes in. Yeah, I, I guess maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Which wasn't even written by the original. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? All right, that does it. Thank you, everyone uh, that uh, stuck around and uh, watched us doing this live. Of course, thank you so much for downloading the episode, uh, listening to it that way. You guys help us out even more. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, if you haven't subscribed yet, please do that. You could do that really anywhere. Uh, you download podcasts uh, that would help us. We appreciate it. Uh, Gamefixshow.com is where you find all of the rest of the information. Uh, that includes our social media uh, as well as our Patreon. And you can support us through our Patreon. We'd appreciate that very, very much. So thank you very much. You guys help us keep going and perpetuating every single week. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and yeah. Any, anything else you guys want to add? No, that was pretty good. All right. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. All right. I, I guess there's only one thing left to do, and it's your world. Pay attention. Ah, oh, shit. Here we go again. I love you. Skull and Bones. It's not Anthem. Not wrong. Adios, turd nuggets. Hello. Welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book, and together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.